From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, February 1st. I'm Sarah Reif. An inmate of the Mendocino County Jail died yesterday morning at the Ukiah Valley Medical Center. And a new health order will allow schools to begin the process of reopening to in-person instruction for students in kindergarten through sixth grade. The deceased inmate, 53-year-old Ransom Anderson of Covalo, was known as Hogman to his friends. He went to work at a sawmill right out of high school. He was arrested two years ago on January 7, 2019, and was in custody waiting to be sentenced on charges stemming from a DUI and a car crash while he was allegedly driving on the wrong side of Highway 101, just north of Ukiah. While in jail, he tested positive for COVID but was asymptomatic except for lowered oxygen levels, according to Sheriff Matt Kendall. He went to the hospital on January 11th and was diagnosed with advanced lung cancer. He stayed in the hospital until his death early yesterday morning. Over the weekend, Public Health Officer Dr. Andy Korn released a new health order providing a protocol for schools to reopen after they've submitted a COVID-19 safety plan to the County Office of Education and the County and State Public Health Departments. If the County Health Department doesn't flag it within a week, the school can open the next day for in-person instruction. At this point, while the county is in the purple tier, only transitional kindergarten through sixth grade are eligible. Higher grades can reopen when the county goes back into the red tier. Last week, the Ukiah Unified School District held three town halls about what to expect when schools reopen, with staggered schedules, lots of plexiglass, hand-washing stations and hand sanitizer everywhere, and HEPA air scrubbers in each classroom. Superintendent Deb Cuban laid out some of the basics. We will be reopening to a hybrid model. It will be a phased reopening. And we have shared in the past what that hybrid model will look like. But in general, the hybrid model, um, most students will attend school two days a week for on-site instruction. And the other three days are distance learning assignments with daily check-in and office hours for support. Distance learning will happen for all students on Wednesdays. And the reason for this hybrid model is we have a variety of um, of mitigation measures to implement, including physical distancing in our classroom. And in order to meet those physical distancing requirements, we have to reduce the size of the number of students in the class. And so we would reopen to a hybrid model. Now, if parents do not want um, to choose that hybrid model, they have the option to choose distance learning only. Students will not be allowed to participate in in in-person instruction if they won't wear a facial covering. There are medical exemptions, but no religious exemptions. Cuban said testing was a key piece of the reopening plan. The new California Department of Public Health guidance, which just came out on January 14th, encourages increased testing frequency of staff and students. The CDPH reopening schools framework recommends weekly testing if the county's case rate is greater than 14, which it is right now, if a county is in the purple tier with a case rate of less than 14 or is in the red tier, the recommended testing frequency is every two weeks. Most of the teachers and staff have also been vaccinated, but Frank Zeke Principal Dara Brown explained why there's no requirement for students to be vaccinated. There are companies doing some clinical trial trials, uh, but there's just currently not a vaccine for children 16 and, and under. Cuban said COVID testing is not a requirement, but she's encouraging it, including among the youngest kids. We really hope people participate in the testing program um, because it will help us keep our campuses safe. 
Assistant Superintendent Katie Summer said students have been continually assessed for learning loss and that kids who are floundering, especially English learners and foster and homeless kids, will be eligible for extra tutoring in summer school. And she outlined the protocol for what to do if COVID comes to campus. From the guidance from the public health officer and from the California Department of Public Health, uh, we have strict protocols um, on what to do if someone is symptomatic at school, that they're showing symptoms. And the very uh, first thing is if we have a staff member showing symptoms, they will be sent home. They won't have to stay at work. And they'll be asked to contact their doctor um, and get tested. For students at school that are showing symptoms, they would go to the isolation room. So each school site will have an isolation room for this instance where students will be assessed, their parents will be called and they'll be sent home and then also uh, will be requested to contact their health providers. Um, And then we have specific protocols for when students and staff can return. So it's uh, very clear on what we need to do um, if students are either showing symptoms um, or staff. Okay, and this one's for you too. Is there a threshold in place for the number of positive tests needed to close schools again, uh, either temporarily or for a longer period of time? In addition to you know students being sent home, um, if a school has two or more cohorts, groups of students, that have two or more positive cases, uh, we would close school, or at least 5% of the total um, population of teachers and students are positive, then we would also close school. In addition, if 25% of our schools have closed, we would also close the whole school district. And that's because you know we know that that means that we have uh, outbreaks occurring at higher rates at schools and more transmission. After missing almost a full calendar year of traditional school, Nokomis Principal Tom Rawls is ready for what's next. We are ready to have kids back on campus. We are ready to rock the three R's again. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast wherever you get your podcasts.